Hey, welcome back to the Her Best Self podcast. Today on the show, we're talking about what you can do when everyone around you is on a diet and you are in the recovery trenches from disordered eating. You'll want to grab a notebook and pen. I'm sharing some things that you can apply to your life right now. Let's jump right into today's episode. Here we go. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self podcast. I'm Lindsay Nichol, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. Doesn't it seem like everyone is slashing carbs, cutting calories, and opting for lettuce with dressing on the side? Maybe in all fairness, they're experiencing the wave of diet culture, the wave that you've experienced in the past, crashing all around you, influencing you to keep up with the next fad, the next diet trend, the next quick fix. But sis, don't be alarmed. You are allowed to embrace your recovery journey, regardless of what anyone around you is doing. Yes, it can be really tricky. It can be really triggering when others are sharing weight loss memes, before and after photos, Ozempic shot ads, and low calorie recipes. But you're healing, sis. You are healing. You're allowed to heal. You're allowed to not let other people's junk rub off on you. This is a multi-billion dollar industry, okay? Boston Medical Center says that we are at $33 billion every year for diet products and services. Think about it. In the 1920s, there was the cigarette diet. In the 1930s, there was the Hollywood diet. In the 40s, there were diet cleanses, 50s, cabbage soup diet, 60s, Weight Watchers, then came Slim Fast, then came Jenny Craig, Atkins, South Beach, now Keto, and the list goes on and on. But according to the National Eating Disorder Association, 35% of dieters progress to pathological dieting, and 25% of those become diagnosed with an eating disorder. Statistics are actually showing that 95% of all fad diets fail and lead down these harmful paths. So what do you do when a coworker, a friend, a loved one, a spouse, a family member is on a diet and you're over here on your path to freedom to recover from living a life of diet after diet after diet? Well, let me tell you, it's not easy. And it's important to protect your peace. But today I'm going to share with you nine different things that you can start doing right now to do just that. Number one, I want you to acknowledge the trigger. Is being around this person a big trigger for you? Do you get anxiety when you have an upcoming friend date knowing that this person 
is on a weight loss program or knowing that you're gonna have to hear about the calories they can't eat for lunch? Do you feel like when you're around this person, you want to restrict yourself or you feel shame around eating or trying to continue to move forward in healing from your own stuff? If that's true, I want you to just acknowledge your trigger. Get real with where you are relative to how this person is making you feel. Number two, set recovery boundaries with yourself. What I mean about recovery boundaries is not boundaries with other people because we can't control other people's reactions, responses, comments, etc. But you can control you. And for many people with eating disorders, at least majority of all my clients, control is the major issue. We want to be in control and therefore we try to control food. Yet food is controlling you. And what you do have control over is how you can set boundaries with what you are going to allow into your recovery bubble. So ask yourself, is this harming or helping where I am right now on this path? Is going out with this person whom I do love, whom I do care about right now when I'm just trying to survive another day in this journey to freedom? Is that going to be fair to my recovery? Am I prioritizing what is going to be fair for my path to freedom? Number three, share your feelings. Share your feelings. Because when you share your feelings, you actually can get them out. And the people that we do love, that love us in return, they want what is best for us. And when they're sharing all of their stuff, They're proud of where they are, but they're not even thinking sometimes about how it could be impacting or influencing you where you are. So share your feelings. If you have a family member who constantly makes comments, oh my gosh, you look so much healthier. Oh my gosh, you need to do this. Oh my gosh, can you believe that I'm down a pant size? Are you really gonna eat that bun on that sandwich? If you have someone that is constantly doing those things, this is sabotaging your journey if you're allowing it into your recovery bubble. And so it's super important that you share those feelings. Like, hey mom, hey friend, hey sister. When you make comments like that, I know you probably don't mean to, but it's super triggering for me. Because right now, I am stepping into a path of freedom. I am putting myself first. I have had an unhealthy relationship with food for decades or years. And so when I'm around that kind of talk, it's super harmful for me because it makes me feel ashamed. It makes me feel down. If that person is for you, that person is going to realize that, wow, I really am harming her. I am not going to talk about this with her. So I just want you to set, again, those personal boundaries with yourself of putting yourself in those situations, but then also sharing your feelings with others. Because sometimes people are totally aloof of how their comments make you feel. Number four, I want you to stand in your truth. Don't educate someone else on why their diet is the worst possible thing that they should be on. That may be true, but that's their story to own. And yes, you can care and you can support them, if you believe that they have an unhealthy relationship with food or you're concerned, that is a totally separate conversation 
that can be managed in a setting that warrants that support and that love and that compassion. But if you're just coming from a place of how this is impacting your journey, then I want you to stand in your truth. Don't put them down. Don't try to defend why you're right and they're wrong. Just respectfully stay true to your story. What I mean by this is you can be anti-diet. You can live with this approach of not believing that diets are for you because you've seen what's happened over time in your own life. But at the same time, that doesn't mean you are anti that person. So you cannot practice something in your own life and you can still love someone else in their life. Number five, I want you to get support or stay supported. When you're surrounded by a circle of people that do have a ton of influence over your life and they're not on the same mission forward as you are, it can be like holes in the boat to nowhere really quickly. Believe me, I know. It's important to make sure that you have people that are hanging out in your boat that are rowing in the same direction that you are. And so I want you to get supported or stay supported. And you can do this through recovery coaching. Of course, you can go on out to the website, lindsaynickel.com and fill out a client application over there or continue working with your treatment team. If you're already working with a set of professionals, get some group support. You can come on out to our private Facebook community, herbestselfsociety.com. But I want you to stay committed to where you are along your path because that is what you get to influence and own. Number six, evaluate your exposure. Evaluate your exposure. You can love someone from afar. You can be there for someone and still be on your mission to recovery. You can set that healthy boundary. I want you to check the temperature of the room you're in and check it often. So your behaviors and your actions are what I mean by this. When you're around this person, if you find yourself restricting food, check that temperature. Do I need to be in that setting? Can I love them from afar while I'm healing? Sis, I tell you with all the love, I completely changed my tribe and I had to break off a massive relationship with someone that I loved for five years while I was going through my own recovery. Because while I still wanted those people in my life, I knew I had to prioritize my health and my well-being, and I wasn't able to love anyone until I could start loving myself and owning my story and finding out who I was. And that's okay. I want you to check the temperature and think about how you are being influenced by those people that are in your circle. And number seven, I want you to honor your needs. You deserve full freedom, period. You cannot recover from an eating disorder. You cannot heal from a life of distortion around food and your own body image. You cannot heal by going on a diet ever. So honor your needs. What is it that you need to stay true to your story? I need to eat every couple hours. I need to stay in alignment with what I know is true for me. And maybe that's not true for her right now, but I can still honor myself without being influenced by her actions. Number eight, 
If nothing changes, you have permission to change. Since this is your life, you only get one. This is your body, this is your vessel, you only get one. Try on a new circle, literally get a new tribe. If you are around people who aren't serving your recovery forward, yes, it's harder if family is part of the picture, but you can limit the time around these individuals and you can leave whatever isn't serving you right now. It doesn't have to be a long-term thing. It can be a temporary thing. But if you're on social media and it's not serving you, but it's triggering you, why are you there? If you're on Instagram and all you're seeing is fitspiration and finspiration, why are you there? Whatever isn't contributing to your peace is sabotaging your recovery. Number nine, get grateful about your journey. Get freaking grateful. I want you to list out why dieting isn't for you. List out why it's not for you. This will bring you back to your reality. I will tell you right now, dieting isn't for me. Fasting is not for me. Macros aren't for me. Keto is not for me. None of that is for me. Why? Because I established boundaries in my recovery that in order to fully be free from disordered eating, I had to not put myself in a room or put myself in a place where I could fall back into those patterns and tendencies, where I could be changed by rules. So it's having a healthy relationship with anything requires moderation of it. Having a healthy relationship with anything requires that you put effort into that thing. Having a healthy relationship with anything doesn't mean you restrict it completely. Having a healthy relationship with your food is only gonna happen if you give yourself permission around food. See, you deserve to live a life intuitively. And I want you to take away these nine things today. And I wanna leave you with this. You are not broken and you don't need to fix your body. You are you, you're important, you're unique, you are special. You do not ever have to contribute to this $33 billion industry. So stand in your truth, sis. Love her from afar. And when everyone else is on a diet and you're the only one in the room that's not, appreciate with gratitude for how far you've come and honor yourself with where you're at. I hope today's episode has spoken love into your heart. And if you enjoy the show, can you come on out to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and rate and review it? Because that's how we get seen across the globe. I am just honored that you listen to my show. And I want to invite you personally to come get private coaching from me or someone on the team. Check us out at lindsaynickel.com. You can actually fill out a client application out there and you can schedule some time on calendars. You deserve to live life unrestricted. Step in to the best version of you. Oh friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show. And I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time.
Bye for now, girl.